This NFC Conference Championship Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign today, bet ten dollars, and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Head over to Manscaped. And use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. BetterFantasy.com Slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh, we're here, Sean. We're here we, doing we it live. It. We're down to the last show before a weekend with two football games this spring. That won't be the USFL. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We are doing, we just did the AFC uh, conference championship, a podcast yesterday. Now we're coming back doing the NFC conference championship uh, podcast. We'll be joined by a special guest. We'll be giving out a million dollars in props. Oh. R- r- real dollars, real dollars. You're right. Come on, Sean. Real, real million Let's. dollars. If you're looking to bet a million dollars or even a thousand dollars, all you got to do is head over to winbet.com. W Y N N B E T.com. Download that win betting app, Louisiana. They're coming to you soon. Get ready. New Jersey, Michigan, Indiana, Colorado, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona. Also coming soon. Iowa and New York. Bet big, win bigger with win bets. WYNNBET.com. Joining us on the line to break down the matchup between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams, the one and only Katie Mox. Katie, uh, thanks for joining us as always. Hey guys, thanks for having me. You know, I was uh, love to talk about my Niners on, on your program, so I appreciate you having me again. Yes. No. I mean, uh, I forgot. I feel. I feel extremely embarrassed, and uh, re- I didn't bring the boombox. I told you I was all in <laughs> on the boombox. I don't have it with me, but don't worry. I feel like we might be playing some music later, Sean. Well, yeah. I, I, uh, Katie, what's the what's the backstory on the boombox? Because uh, I've I saw the walkout with the boombox. I immediately felt better about my 49ers money line bet, knowing they brought that kind of swag to the game. But who is the boombox guy? What's his story? 
Honestly, I have no idea who the boom box guy is and, and what his story is. I just know that the Niners always have like a ton of swag. I mean, it's Bay area. If you think about all of like the Bay area rappers, like it's a very swaggy town, certainly when it comes to hip hop and the Niners have always been, I mean, I'm obviously a Niners fan. So I'm walk, I'm watching them come out of the tunnel and it's always super lit. And it's always like that kind of energy. And the boom box just kind of like added a little bit of nineties flair to it. And this is, you know, the nineties dynasty when we came up and we, you know, we beat the two teams that we used to battle with in the 90s. I think it was just kind of like a nod to the golden years of uh, the faithful era. All the G's, Jimmy G, Robbie G. <laughs> yes. uh, is it is it Jeffrey G or how do we say Jeff Garcia? Do we throw him oh, in, the, yeah. in the G bunch? He, he was, oh, was, yeah. Je- Jeffrey Jeffrey G has had a, an interesting week uh, attacking uh, Mina Kimes. Co- cold uh, cold but, week yeah. for uh, for Jeff Garcia in the social media realm. But um, more importantly, I, I was as a Niner. If I was a Niners fan, say for a week, I was pretty proud of Jeff coming out and defending our guy Jimmy G. Saying what it takes to be a quarter, but now it's the other things he said, he probably didn't he need took, to go took there, it a little but, too far. But he, I think his his mess, what he was trying to do, was probably a positive, which was defending Jimmy G against that bully. <laughs> now, now, uh, Katie, I know you've been uh, spending uh, a good portion of the week, I'm sure, as oh. well, defending Jimmy G as yeah. a guy who's now turned into a 49er backer these past couple of weeks, possibly again this week. A uh, Jimmy G to me. Uh, he wasn't helped out at all in Green Bay. There were a number of well placed balls that were just straight out drops. Where are you with Jimmy G coming into this game? We know there's going to be maybe that one Jimmy G pick, but yeah. uh, where are you at with his performance against this Rams defense? I think he's going to, I think, you know what? It's like he, how he came into the green Bay game thinking that could potentially be his last game is exactly how he's going to come into this game. And I think he's going to absolutely ball out. And to your point too, when you actually look at the stats, he outplayed Aaron Rodgers. He played better than Aaron yes. Rodgers did in Lambo in the frozen tundra when Rodgers is the MVP and everybody thought that, you know, the Packers were going to go to the super bowl. So I think that he's, I think he's going to fuel all of this energy and all of this hate that everybody is giving to him. And you've seen all of the players come come out and Kyle Shanahan come out and back him. And Kyle said, you know, one of the throws that he made that I can't remember who dropped. It was one of the best throws he's ever seen. So Jimmy is going to silence everyone this weekend, but to your point, he is good for one bad throw, but guess who else is Matt Stafford? Oh yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to that in the props, but all over Matt Stafford uh, unloading a pick this back is going to eventually fail him. And you know, the, the narrative with Jimmy G has Primarily been, hey, he has a good win-loss record because you know yeah. they're well coached, they have good defense, they have good running game. And I think certainly that is true to a certain degree. But even some of the advanced metric stuff actually is pro Jimmy G. In particular, third down EPA uh drop back. So, like, you know, yeah. c- basically third down efficiency, yeah. but at EPA, uh, since 2017, all NFL quarterbacks, number one, Patrick Mahomes, number two. Jimmy Garoppolo. So kind of surprising. I think if you listen to the narrative, you wouldn't think he would be that efficient, but I think that's really his strength as a quarterback. And and yeah, I mean, in fairness, the, the nerds would say the third down performances tend to regress more towards the performance on first and second down. But what it does speak to is that he's in a good system and the system gets him in winning p- situations. And right. 
good system argument could also be said about Tom Brady. I mean, it's not like he went to an un, a, a, you know, even though he, he switched to the Bucks, it's like, are we, is Bruce Arians not a good coach? Did he not have all the weapons that he needed and a defense and an O-line? Like every single quarterback benefits from the entire team. So when these people say like, oh, they didn't win because of Jimmy Garoppolo, nobody wins because of one uh, person. So. Well, that, I love that's, how that's, she that's, just blew by the Eli Manning <laughs> comparison exit and just went right for Tom Brady. Didn't just, even, <laughs> didn't even throw Eli under the bus. You know, I get the start at the top. You got to start at the top. (laughs) I get in this argument with Colby all the time about how I say Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Again, I'm not some Brady, you know, fan, but just just I test Brady, you know, seven Super Bowls, whatever, and then he'll come back and say, "Oh, Brady never won a Super Bowl without a top ten defense." Yeah, that's usually when you win the Super Bowl, you also have a pretty good defense. Like that's how it works. Not many teams. I couldn't even think of one team that won a Super Bowl without a top ten defense. And maybe that one year crazy year with the Rams, but generally, if you make it to the Super Bowl, you also have a good defense. It's yeah. weird how that's always an, a knock yeah. uh, on the quarterback. And getting in an argument with Colby is the newest podcast coming to Sports <laughs> Gambling Podcast <laughs> Network because Jesus Christ, every oh. day in the office, it's a new argument. He, he does dig his heels in. Well, well, Katie, and something uh, you've been having fun on social media. I know, just again as an outsider, I find this hilarious. There yeah. is this fear of Los. Angeles Rams fans, the <laughs> players, the players' wives. There is a campaign to whatever you do, don't let the 49ers fans come to our stadium. Don't sell your tickets to the fans. Which honestly, as a as a fan, that I I'm like a shark. I smell blood in the water. If I'm a Niners fan, going this, you're just bringing so much more attention to the fact that you don't want us there. Then I'm definitely going there. Exactly. Well, first of all, it's just I wouldn't say anything about it if I were them. The fact yeah. that they have such a big deal. And you've got McVeigh saying stuff and you've got like random fans saying things. And of course, Stafford's wife is saying things and they're like, don't sell your tickets. First of all, when you sell things on the secondary market, you don't know, you don't ask them, are you a Niners fan or a Rams fan? Before I send this to you, you're like, oh, you want to pay this much money? Cool. Yeah. Go ahead and take it. So it's not like people even know who they're selling it to Two, again, like the Rams have been there for what, just a few years now. And they bounced around. They don't have a legion of fans. They don't have generations of fans that grew up loving this team and are rooting for them. So I don't even blame Rams fans for selling their tickets. And I'm sorry, but LA is 49ers country. It's 49ers and it's Raiders. And then it's all the transplants, you know, who who come for wherever and they're still rooting for their teams. But it's there's never going to be a time where maybe in like 10 or 15 years, but I'll go ahead and say never, there will never be a time where when the 49ers play the Rams, there's going to be more Rams fans than 49ers fans. Poor Justin Decker. The chargers are <laughs> a resident in this city. The, 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 <laughs> as bad as Rams fans have it, the, the chargers fans <laughs> have it so much worse. And that's the thing too. Like a lot of the people that bought season tickets to SoFi just bought it because, Hey, I can resell these tickets. Maybe they're even a chargers fan, whatever it is. Like they just, you know, again, uh, just bought the the season uh, tickets not because they're diehard Rams fans, because they think it's going to be a hot ticket. Elephant at some in the room. It's L.A. I mean, they're going yeah. to be seen. You know how it goes. Yeah. yeah. You know, shall Hang we go to the, the game? Club. We got to be seen. Yeah. You know, we go to the Staples Center. We hit the club. We don't go down low. Uh, I mean, no, anyone that I know that got 
Chargers season tickets. We're like, well, we couldn't get the Rams one. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the, Chargers, the Chargers were cheaper. So we got those. And we like to go to football games. No <laughs> one was like, oh my God, yes, Chargers season tickets. Let's go, baby. And anyway, I, yeah. I, I, I should share the. Uh, I inquired once about season tickets for the company uh, for the Chargers just to like get a price quote. And yes. then I'm on this list. These people are like Scientology. They will not stop calling, texting me, and even from like different numbers. And I'll get a text like, Hey, this is Dan just checking in on the chargers. I'm like, how did you, you're call you're texting me from a different number. They're desperate to sell tickets. This is hilarious from StubHub. 43% of ticket st- sales for the NFC championship game are coming from Northern California, nearly double the week 18 game, supposedly according to StubHub. Uh, and this, they may as well rename it StubHub Center for this game because they're yeah. the ones getting all the press. This is the this is uh, on track to be the most playoff tickets resold for a playoff game all time. Which that's just mortifying for the Rams. Absolutely yeah. mortifying. Sweating bullets. Well, and that yeah, I mean, you know, getting to the point spread. That's where you're sitting here looking at a game where they're giving a team a home field edge. <laughs> that yes. is very like. Not only are they not going to have a home field edge, they might. It it might once again, as Maddie Stafford's wife complained, sound like they're on the road. And I and I do think there's a there's a psychological element to it. And we see you just look at the Chargers win loss at home versus on the road. And the Chargers are like overall a pretty good team, but they would be worse at home. I think there is something that gets in your head when you're at home and you're getting booed. You have to go to a silent count. The other wow. fans are cheering. Like, how does that not? rattle you at least a little bit. And even there's a little bit going on with the uh, head coaches as well. Sean McVay was asked if Kyle Shanahan was in his head and he just responded with no, which is just such a funny question to ask a head coach. That's exactly what you'd say. If someone was in your head, (laughs) I know I was trying to think like, what's the best response. I guess you just say no and hope they don't realize uh, that they're true. I guess it was McVay's birthday and they asked Shanahan like, Oh, did you wish McVay a happy birthday? And he was like, no, I don't even know what day it is. And someone on Twitter had said, and I thought it was so funny is that do you remember when they were talking about who's going to be the starting quarterback? And he was like, I don't know if we're all going to be alive tomorrow. Oh. So it's kind of like, well, I don't even know if the Rams are going to be alive on Sunday. Yes. Well, at least uh, he's consistent with response. his inability to tell this, uh, understand where he is in the space time continuum. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. hard, hardcore football guy. Um, getting to on the field. One big uh, news item is of course, Trent Williams, his injury, DNP today. We're taping this on Thursday. Did not practice, and he was limping around a little bit out there uh, during the end of the Green Bay game. What is your sense on the Trent Williams injury? How worried are you? Where are you at with the uh, injury? It's it's trending in the wrong direction, of course. Uh, yeah. That he's not practicing today. Now, of course, Shanahan says that in Trent's mind, he's absolutely playing this game, and Shanahan thinks the same thing. So we're hopeful to have Trent Williams. And if, I don't know if you saw any of that sideline footage when he was just like pumping everybody up in Green Bay. You know, I think he's invaluable to this team on the sideline, but of course in the game. But we also didn't have him in the Week 18 game, and you know, it started out a little bit slow, but it ended up being okay. Of course, you know, we want him. It's trending in the wrong direction. I'm hopeful, but it's not looking good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, there, there's a lot of people on record at the, talking about how tough he is. So I, yeah. I'm definitely not counting him out, but yeah, I mean, I just like, I feel like that play they ran, was it last week where they oh. put him, they put him in motion and he had like a 10 yard running start and just oh. absolutely 
uh, reminded me of a young Brandon Jacobs running over Al Harris in the frozen <laughs> well, tundra. It, it is kind of old school ago. football too, with like the pulling guard, but they're sending the tackle in motion. Right. You have your best, your this like all time great tackle lining up as a tight end, running in motion just to apps. I mean, that's just a, unloaded on guys. But that's the kind of thing where you you're not running a cute offense to tr- trick your opponent. You're running an offense that's going to smash him in the mouth. I think McVay, right? He's the magician, right? He's trying to pull the rabbit out of his fucking hat. Well, and. And you know, Katie mentioned that we he doesn't pull the rabbit out and he pulls something else out that's not supposed to be there. He, he, well, I mean, we all know how good his tricks are after hard knocks. Hey, you want to watch the cool trick I taught my dog? That's not a fucking trick. Your jo- your dog jumped at the ball. Ryan's, was, Ryan's still so mad that they showed that segment. It was like a five minute segment. All it was was let's look at Sean McVay with his shirt off. Like, cool, bro. I get it. You you do some fucking you throw up plates from time to time. Not a trick. Had a lot of hair gel. Was was enjoying some red wine. Just wanted to show off his dog and his pecs. Um, <laughs> Katie, now it did seem like, especially that week 18 game, the comeback uh, with the 49ers, really them not, the the Rams losing their safety in that game seemed to open up the middle of the field. The 49ers are really attacking it. Uh, from like a matchup standpoint, what are you looking forward to or where do you think the 49ers have their biggest edge on, uh, on offense? Uh, well, on offense, of course, it's going to be the run game. I mean, if you look what happened in the week 18 game, it's like we, we, and I think Trent Williams being out that game was a big problem in the beginning because we didn't know how to activate the run game. And then I can't remember who was standing in for him, but he kind of got used to it. And then all of a sudden, w- w- once we got the run game going is when the entire game kind of opened up. So obviously the run game on the offense is going to be the most important thing. And it's really, it's, it's going to be limiting the amount of turnovers. Like Jimmy can't turn it over and we got to force turnovers from Matt Stafford, but you know, I believe in our defense, of course, look what defense and special teams did last week. So I think that oh, we're yeah. going to be good here, but for the offense, it's really just running the ball and not making mistakes, not making those big turnovers, those game changing turnovers. Well, and you saw it specifically with what they did with Devonte Adams and, and kind of in the second half, if they can pull off something similar with cup, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's like we're, we're entering the territory of mortal, like death taxes lock. Yes. With Stafford uh, turning the ball over, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's my that's like my biggest pick right here is is, a, is oh. Stafford throwing a pick for sure. Well, yeah, and let's let's get to it. Let's talk a little uh, prop bets. What are your, some of your favorites for the uh, 49ers Rams NFC Championship? Well, I like Matt Stafford, as we just said, over, you know, 0.5 uh, passing interceptions. Now, obviously we know that Stafford is great against the blitz, but the Niners don't really have to blitz that often. I think they were like the seventh lowest rate blitz in the NFL. And when you look at Stafford versus the Niners and his stats, when he is facing the blitz versus when he's not facing the blitz, he drops back from a passer rating of 158.1 all the way down to 61.3. He goes from having <laughs> zero interceptions to having four interceptions. So getting pressure on Stafford confusing him and, and, you know, not blitzing and all those things. That's going to be the key to winning this game is forcing him to have those turnovers. And I think he's going to get at least one. He didn't have one last week, but against this Niners team, he's going to have one. Nick Bosa also six and a half sacks in five career playoff games. So let's go Bosa on getting a sack uh, there with that one. But I think Matt Stafford picked big one. I love Debo Samuel as in any time. I mean, what can't this guy do? He does literally everything there is to do. He's got five touchdowns in six games versus the Rams. And he only has 
has one touchdown in the postseason so far, and it was a rushing touchdown. So I do think that they're going to get the ball to Debo Samuel. And then of course, you know, I like, I like, I like the Niners. I like the Niners obviously to win this game. Uh, they've won six in a row, but if you're looking at it and you're a little worried, I would definitely take the Niners plus the three and a half. If you look at mm. these last six games, either the Niners have totally blown them out or it's been decided by three points, three out of these six games settled at just three points. So that hook is actually very important. And I don't know why they're even giving the hook to the Niners. Cause I think that is just, that's, a, that's an easy bet. Niners plus three and a half. It's cause the Rams are America's team. Now that the Cowboys are out, it is uh, it is interesting all the Rams uh, support from the betting world, considering how you know the the physicality that the Forty ers bring. And and you mentioned the Stafford interceptions; he threw two the last time they played and uh, at home there. So I like that. And and Debo certainly has been involved a ton, both running and passing. So I think his props, uh, both overs, are pretty interesting. Ah, it reminds me a, a lot of uh, Kadarius Tony. I'm like, really looking forward to that big step forward for Tony as well. Uh, uh, yeah, no. I mean, look. I, I think the the last thing I'll say. You know, I'm a narrative guy. I, yeah. Is it? Does it seem like uh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Floyd? They're, they're getting a lot of press, and I know Bosa obviously gets his, but it doesn't seem like he's the marquee pass rusher in this game. He should and, be. Well, uh, if I, there's one thing I know about the Bosas, is they sound like they're dumb as rocks. Yeah. And they <laughs> get motivated when people doubt them. And yes. I, I, he's like a caveman, and I I got to imagine in a game where he's going to see uh, Von Miller and Aaron Donald, two of the all-time greats, on the other side, for him to even step his game up a touch could make him like you know we're, we could be talking about like 2008 Justin Tuck. Well, and see how I keep crawling in the yeah, Giants. So you keep, like keep trying to make them <laughs> relevant. Bringing it back to the Giants. <laughs> and Katie, Katie mentioned it. He has what six and a half sacks uh, yeah. in the playoffs so so far, and I think he's only one sack behind the 49ers all-time uh, playoff record. I think he gets it. I think he has at least. I'm going to say if you can find a, a a prop bet on him having a sack, I would definitely lock yeah. that in. That that play he made to sack Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't think if you've never played football or, or haven't like studied it closely, like to be able to leap from behind and do that move where you hit the guy's leg to like trip him. That's an insanely athletic play to make. And I, I think he's going to wreck shop. Uh, I expect him to have a big game and, and the 49ers defense for all the trouble they've had in the secondary with injuries. They just seem to figure it out, especially well, they schemed it. Yeah. I mean, perfect example. They schemed up a defense that it, it worked against Aaron Rodgers in the second half. Yeah. It made him make mistakes on that, on that last throw to Devonte Adams that we've been calling the, the give up throw where he clearly threw it and double coverage was never going to be caught. He had a man wide open. So for as bad as the secondary's been, I'm with you. Like it, it's 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 a pretty wild situation if you look at some of the guys on that roster to say that they they potentially could give this passing attack some trouble. But I, you know, Bosa's yeah. that good. No, Bosa's yeah, I mean, good. The Niners, the Niners pressured Stafford on 48.6% of his dropbacks in Week 18. Also, they pressured him in 2.26 seconds and the fastest mm. snap to release average for quarterbacks is 2.3. So they're getting even faster than that. So obviously confusing him, getting that pressure on him, forcing him, you know, to make mistakes is the way to win this game. And I think they can do it. Now, Katie, what's your, uh, what's your plan as a fan? I know you got the Jimmy G bobblehead. You did some, it, it was, it was, it, it, it felt a little eerie because uh, going into the green Bay game, I saw you tweeted his, his right arm broke off, which was the same oh. arm that had a, uh, an issue with the shoulder. Katie is uh, Katie's grabbing. He's been repaired. He's good to go. So what do you have any sort of like rituals, any setup? Uh, what, what's the plan come Sunday? 
Well, so here, here's the thing is that I'm, I'm filming something. I'm doing like a live stream for the AFC game. So I'll be doing that for AFC, but I told them I'm absolutely not doing it for the 49ers game. Like there's no way that I'm. Yeah. I don't, you don't want that recorded in case, case certain uh, well, words. I just want to be able to fully concentrate on the game. And then I thought, because I live actually near a 49ers bar, I was like, well, maybe I'll go to the 49ers bar. And then actually this, this kind of goes back to uh, the short or the series that you released today, Sean. And I was like, no, but I have been staying home this entire time. If I go to the bar (laughs) and then somehow I jinx it because I'm not doing the same exact thing. So the ritual really is, is just to watch it by myself and lose my mind and talk to people on Instagram or on Twitter and, you know, give them my play by plays on how I'm feeling. I, I put the jersey on the dog, though. I always put the jersey on the dog. She doesn't like lock. it. She doesn't want to. But you put the jersey on the dog if you want to win. Love it. That's great uh, advice for all the fans at home. And, and it's also just passing the DJ and lie detector test. Like, well, how would you prefer to watch a game that's really important by myself? Yeah. <laughs> Less talking as possible. Yeah. Don't need uh, anyone interacting. You don't have the neighbor over talking about some bullshit TV show he's about to watch that night. Commenting on the commercials. Like, no, we don't need that right now. There's nothing more annoying than someone that just wants to chit chat with you. You're like, are you <laughs> kidding me right now? Then no, I've got nothing to say to you. <laughs> yes. We're, we're in game mode right now. Sound like my kids. All right. Uh, before we let you go, Katie, can we get a final score prediction for your Niners against the Rams? Um, let's say 27, 24 Niners. All right. Lock it up. Thank you as always, uh, Katie, for calling in. Make sure you follow her on Twitter at Katie Mox and check out the betting exchange live on MSG Networks. Appreciate it, Katie. Go Niners. Go Niners. Get that boombox out, Kramer. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Take it. See ya. Get the boombox ready. Let's go. Oh man. Speaking of big game coming up, Brian, the Super Bowl. As you know, Super Bowl day before Valentine's Day. Oh man, you gotta get you gotta get ready for Valentine's Day early. What better way to get ready for Valentine's Day than to be fully manscaped? That's right. Celebrate Valentine's Day with your special someone by getting all cleaned up. Get that lawnmower 4.0. That's what's awesome about Manscaped. They never, they're never, you know, they're never happy with the status quo. They're going to the next level, and that's the lawnmower 4.0. And they throw in a bunch of free gifts. They got it all over at manscaped.com. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 20% off and free shipping. That's right, manscaped.com. Even the ear hair trimmer, nose hair trimmer. You've never heard a woman say, I love a guy with a lot of nose and ear hair. No, they don't want it. It's not a good look for the ladies. Head over to manscaped.com and use that promo code S. G P. All right, Kramer. I haven't found props. the right lady. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's some freaks out there. <laughs> Honestly, probably a couple ladies listening to our podcast are probably into super hairy guys. Just thick, thick <laughs> ear, <laughs> dominant ear hair. Uh, all right, what all right. We- so we have a, a million dollars in prop bets that we're going to be giving out. Do you want to talk uh, big picture game stuff as well? Because it feels like we're both leaning. Niners, we can save save the pick for the end, but I, I think we hit on a a bunch of stuff there. I'd love the 49ers' ability to attack the middle uh, of the field against the Rams' defense. I am uh, to me as a guy who's probably leaning taking Niners plus three and a half, maybe even on the money line. 
I think the uh, the biggest the the concerning thing is that Trent Williams injury because yeah, we saw we saw what the the Rams did against a, a backup tackle last week with Tristan Wirf. So not having Trent Williams uh, is going to be big. a lot different in a, in a zone scheme. Uh, I would expect they'll have someone that's a little bit more ready. I would expect that. Uh, it, it's not like a Tom Brady. You're dropping back and just straight up, pat, you know. I think I think that the Niners more than most. I trust to you know move the pocket, do things to help that tackle. You've George Kittle. Uh, you talked a lot about Gronk blocking. Kittle is a pretty established uh, blocker himself, and I think really it just comes back to like establish the run, right? Like the the old school moniker. Yeah. Like they they're really gonna have to come out and establish the run, and that's that's what we we've seen them do. Twenty one. And twenty-seven carries uh, just for Mitchell the last two times they played, and to kind of tie—not so much tie a bow, but like let's not overthink this one. Like this isn't the game to galaxy brain it. Twenty-seven, twenty-four in overtime, thirty-one, ten, twenty-three, twenty, twenty-four, sixteen, thirty-four, thirty-one, twenty to seven. These are the scores of the San Francisco 49ers beating the Los Angeles Rams. And I think the last and most important thing is that. Clearly, they're giving in home a home edge here because I don't think these teams are three and a half, four points different on, on a, a neutral, neutral field. field. Are no. they? Uh, uh, like, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'm I'm being a little biased here, uh, but this is the uh, it, we picked this game what week eighteen? Yeah. What, what, was the, what was the spread in week eighteen? I think it was three, three and, and a half. half. Yeah, we said the same thing. I, I I just like like sometimes, like sometimes you want to get cute. Sometimes you want to, you want to overthink it. Uh, sometimes you want to, you want to, uh, you find an angle that's maybe contrarian or different, but when this shit just falls in your lap, like exactly fang banger on the YouTube chat saying Sean going from Kyle scam to Kyle Stan ahead. I, I, the, the 49ers team, as much as I've given them uh shit during the regular season, they have kind of won me over, especially uh, against the Packers on the money line. Like they just have that the end. Also the 49ers and the Bengals, a, a smaller degree, they just seem to be getting the right bounces. And we, we see that all the time with these yeah. teams that go on a you, run, you always need the bounce. You need the bounce and they're kicking games. Both kicking games for both teams are really good. Now you mentioned uh, George Kittle. I don't have any official plays on the sheet here, but I do think the George Kittle, like receiving props uh, are, are a little high because I do think like 54 and a half catches. The over four and a half is minus 145. The under four and a half is plus 110. Kittle I, didn't make my board either, but I actually disagree with you. You you would go over. I would actually like under at four and a half receptions. So I actually settled if I was gonna play it, I settled on the idea of playing him to have a big play and take the over 19 and a half longest reception. Okay. I I just get us. I, I guess I guess that middle of the field is interesting, but I, I'm worried that if Trent Williams is out. They they are going to keep him into block more like something that the the Bucks messed up in my mind not having Gronk I, I just, uh, there and maybe they were so limited with their pass catchers I just trust that they I, I trust Kyle Shanahan's ability to figure it out like he knows how to attack this defense period period yeah all right let's get into our actual plays Ryan talking NFL pro oh, this is just so fun so many prop bets. I'm kicking off my first one. It's not a massive play. 
but Cooper Cup under seven and a half receptions, eight catches is a ton. I didn't go huge here what because he certainly has that ceiling. Cute. Sixty thousand uh, to win sixty six thousand. It's actually plus one ten under Cooper Cup seven and a half catches. Do you feel like you're? Get, I mean, you can admit it, but that a little. That's cute. a little cute. That's little why cute. it's one of my smaller plays, Ryan. Well, let me let me serve you uh let me serve you up this monster play, Sean. Because I, I don't know if you heard me, I was reading off some scores earlier of the how many points the 49ers scored against the Rams yeah. in the last six games. Well, only once did they score under twenty and a half points. And it was in two thousand nineteen. It was the sixth game ago. Every other game over their team total of twenty and a half points. Wow. That's four hundred forty thousand so dollars to win four hundred thousand oh dollars. Oh what am I missing, Sean? Yeah, there are a lot of ways. Like, so at first I was like, mm, oh, over two and a half team touchdowns for the 49ers. I like that. But then I'm like, wait, I can I can get a discount on that? They don't even need to score three touchdowns to get over this number. Twenty three, three field goals, two touchdowns. Yeah, beautiful. So yeah, I, I blew my wad when I saw this one. It actually helped me uh, divest the amount I was going to put in the Stafford uh, prop that's coming up next. I uh, you mentioned three field goals. I think three field goals for the 49ers is in play. I'm going Robbie Gould over one and a half field goals. I think that's way too low. It's plus one ten, a hundred thirty thousand dollars to win one forty three. Let's go, baby! Eight, four games in a row with at least two field goals made. I, I mean, maybe it's a, a clean game where it's just touchdowns, but these two teams know each other. And what does that mean? It means when you get in the red zone, they kind of, uh, they, they, they kind of have you figured out here a little well, bit. I'll jump ahead. Cause I have Robbie gold over six and a half points. I, I looked at the field goals and I, you know, I like, I like it, but I was like, yo, what, what if they score four touchdowns in a field goal? Yeah. Then you're, then I guess I you're like, covered there. 31's in the realm of possibilities here. So let me keep it out there. Robbie gold over six and a half. To your point, just the, it, it also is just purely like the dude has never missed a postseason kick. So if you're telling me he's not going to have two opportunities, I'll say bullshit. Elijah two, Mitchell, two kicking props off right. the top, Sean. You know, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, I think he has a pretty good game, but regardless, and again, when you're doing these props, like find stuff that, regardless of your take on the game. And we'll we'll hit on this more when we talk Super Bowl prop strategy. But find stuff where, regardless how the game goes, this is still probably going to be in the mix. And for me, Elijah Mitchell over seventeen and a half rush attempts is going to happen, whether they're up, whether they're down. Like it, it just they're going to get him involved a, a ton. And and Debo Samuel is banged up a little bit, so maybe Elijah Mitchell even gets more. But uh, 17 and a half rush attempts feels low for a team like the 49ers. It's minus 110. I'm throwing 130 to win, I don't know, 118 and a half. All right. So, I mean, uh, put 100 on the Robbie Gold one. I'm also on this Mitchell prop with you. Yeah. Um, it, it, again, just purely if we just want to look at, uh, so even last game, right? Which we would say, like, hey, that was a game that didn't uh, feature a lot of offensive plays. It was cold as shit. He had 17 carries. Before that, 27, 21, well, 21, and, and 22, 27, 27. Yeah. I, again, back to week 10, you have to find the last time, or week nine, the last time he didn't go over this number and it was in a, a blowout loss to the Cardinals. So perhaps that's the answer to the question. Perhaps if they get blown out, he's completely out of it. Obviously, we like the other side of it. And specifically against the Rams, he's averaging uh, 24. Carries. Yeah, so they see year. something they like. And and your point against the Packers, he only had 17 carries there. 
that to me, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. No. Like they had so many three and outs. They had so many drops. It, it was this cold is in as a, shit. This is in a dome. Well, and the other point is the reason you play the carries and not the yards. He, he has not been super efficient against the Rams. No 3.4 yards a carry in the first matchup week 10, uh, 4.05 yards per carry in the second matchup uh, week 18. So just to be safe, I'm with you. I think you, you smash uh, this one, another hundred thousand, 110 to win hundred thousand for me. Next up, I, I've been all over this guy DFS fantasy, and he was he did have a massive game the yeah. last time they played, and it's my boy Jawan Jennings. This guy is just—he's uh, a fun rookie. He—he he, last game he had 94 yards and two touchdowns against the Rams. He—he's still getting targets uh, again. Like last game was an outlier. He only had one target, but you look. That game was a complete disaster. The game before, he still had uh, five targets against Dallas, which is probably closer game script. And his his yardage to me is really low for a guy who's pr- pretty obviously the the second receiver. Um, How much you want to bet? We're going to twenty four and a half receiving yards. You could make a case he leads the team in targets if they keep Kittle in the block and if they use Devo Samuel more as a rusher. John Jennings could easily be the most targeted receiver. Minus one twenty, hundred twenty thousand to win a hundred. Not to mention, perhaps his snaps could even be maximized in a situation where you know, as a big slot guy, like what are you going to be used? The Coming slot. in motion, slot. Coming in motion, cracking back, maybe helping on the side where you don't have Will, uh, Trent Williams. So I, I think, I think we could even see like not just his like pass routes run and all that, just be him being on the field more, which means. I mean, I like the prop. I, I, I it wouldn't be a, a, a Niners prop show if we didn't have a Juwan, a Juwan Juwan's man. My boy. All right. Uh, next up, I skipped over this one twice. Now let's head back to it. Uh, I think we're going to co-sign this one. Matt Stafford over my, over a half interception. Uh, for some reason, this is only minus one ten. Uh, this this is in hindsight maybe I go bigger on this one, but one ten to win a hundred thousand. Uh, we highlighted the reasons. I think we're going to see the pass rush get there, and I think. They're gonna scheme up ways to make Cup not accessible, and I think when Stafford throws to everyone else, uh, his efficiency goes way, way down. So, sure, uh, maybe Beckham and Higby and Van Jefferson and those guys beat uh, beat the defense. I don't think so. I th- I think I also think they're gonna have a hard time running the ball, so he's gonna have to throw the ball more. So volume means picks. Uh, give me Stafford. You're with me, right? Yep, I'm with you. I I it's minus one ten, hundred ten to win one. Hundred thousand dollars, Kramer. We got more props on the way for the NFC Conference Championship game. Before we get to that, I want to make sure we shout out PropSwap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Buddy, cousin Sal, I saw just got in on the uh, Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So if you're getting in on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Huge mush, cousin Sal, also with you. If you're worried about that, maybe you like, uh, maybe you want to get a Bengals Super Bowl ticket, or maybe you want to sell your Bengals Super Bowl ticket. Either way, buying and selling real sports bets, you got to do it over at PropSwap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Use our promo code SGP and get a sweet deposit bonus up to $500. So not only can you get the best odds, but also you get that free bonus cash. PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. 
Also, new friend of the program, Stable Duel. That's right, it's DFS horse racing. And again, you don't have to know a ton about horse racing. Uh, they set you up with some stats, strategy, how to pick horses. They even have a bunch of free to play games. If you want to just get your feet wet again, unfortunately, NFL football slowing down. Maybe you're not ready to hop into college basketball yet. Stable duel, perfect opportunity. And this Saturday they have a chance for you to win $40,000. That's right. 40,000. 40 large as I like to say. Head over to stableduel.com, stableduel.com, play, race, and most importantly win. Oh man, love me some stable duel. I I heard something about $40,000. Yes. Mm. Let's go. And DFS? Oh yeah. Mm. All right, Sean. All right, where do we leave off? Okay, well, I've I, given out one. I think we both gave out two, five. three, four. I've given out okay four. No, yes. Well, then give out your fifth, right? All right, I have uh, to pair. So I actually I I picked this one, meaning to talk about it at the same time, but we got out of order. After the Elijah Mitchell over seventeen and a half rush attempts for the Niners, I was shocked to see Cam Akers rush attempts is at seventeen and a half for the Rams. Not only did he fumble a bunch, I like Cam Akers. I think he could have a productive game, mm. getting worked in in the pass game as well. But for me to take an over on him to get 18 carries seems silly. Not only do I I think they're not going to be up and, and running the ball uh, to work the clock, I think they're going to struggle to run the ball, and I think they're going to get away from the run, and I think we're going to see Sony Michelle worked in. So give me Cam Akers under 17 and a half rush attempts here. I, this would shock. I mean, I understand his usage is going up, but I, again, do you what version of the game does Cam Akers leave with twenty two carries? I, I just don't see it coming. Yeah, and I don't know. It's weird how heavy they've gone with his usage, especially. I mean, the fumble thing is in the back of my head. Is like, man, I feel like if nothing else, you got to have Sony out there a little. He, bit he was comically inefficient against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Not only two fumbles, but twenty four carries for only forty eight. Yards, uh, very interesting. Uh, I, I don't know if they keep up with that volume, but well, that was a game they were leading big too and trying yeah. to, to milk the clock. And maybe I, that's uh, why he got so many. I just don't see this as being one of those games, so I'm gonna go under. All right, my next one here, my biggest prop bet of the podcast. Jimmy Garoppolo under 29 and a half passing attempts. You're getting plus 100 on it, 200,000 to win 200,000. Ah. You're I, not feeling it right? I like that one. Uh, no, uh, I was just, I was, I was, I'm making a late change to my build your own bet, maybe. Yeah, I, I just don't <laughs> think they're going to let him uh, unload. Now, he did throw 32 times against the Rams last game, but they were down 17 points. They and they had those crazy drives. That was in was that in overtime or was that? It wasn't overtime. Was yeah. It? So they had they had the overtime drive as well. Yeah. If, if this game, if they go down 17 points again and have to come all the way back like they did, maybe he gets to this. But Kyle Shanahan knows you win the game by running the ball and limiting his attempts. Uh, it just. I just don't see well, them uh, to me. Like the game they played against Dallas. This is, this is Jimmy G's 16 to 25, 172, zero touchdowns, one interception. You guys win the game. That's kind of their game plan. Uh, limit his ability to create mistakes. I guess my counter, um, you know, just to have the conversation would sure. be, do you, do you not just play the money line? 
Cause how many versions of the game that they win? Does he go over this number? Okay. That's fair. But I mean, I, I like it. I like the angle because I, I think not only is he going to be sheltered, I think if they get up, it's just, it's, it's going to be Elijah Mitchell left Elijah Mitchell. Right. Yeah. All right. Keeping it going. Let's go. Number six. Now we're getting fun. We're out of Ooh. the minus two. What minus one ten uh C is is dried up. Rams to be the lowest scoring team of the weekend. Sean, this is plus two seventy five. Now again, I started d- diving in and I'm looking at these scores. Sure, the last time they played, they scored twenty four points against the Niners, which could very well be the lowest score with the Bengals and Chiefs playing in the other game. Before that, 10, 20, 16? There's another 31 in there. Okay. Mm. And then a seven. Like, so if you're telling me, if I give you uh, a seven, a 16, a 20, and a 10, how many times do all of those scores end up the lowest score this weekend? You would love that. Yeah. If I even said, hey, lowest score this weekend under 23 and a half points, would you take it? Yeah. That's the Rams team total. Even if they get to their team total, could I see this being a, a winning bet? Yes. Could they win the game and this be a winning bet? Obviously not, Sean. They wouldn't be the lowest score then. <laughs> but at plus two seventy five, it's a it's a better price than you would get on the 49ers money line. Which and that's my last point. Yeah. How many versions of this weekend happen where the Niners uh, lose the game? I'm sorry, the Rams lose the game and aren't the lowest scoring team. Plus two seventy five. We're gonna put fifty k on that. No, I I, I love the uh, strategy there, and especially. It, in the same way that you had Chiefs highest scoring and you you go Rams lowest scoring, it's not rocket science. I mean, Win has like a seven and a half point difference yeah. in these two totals, and the 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 lowest and highest scoring of the weekend, those odds don't seem to reflect the big difference in the two totals. Yeah, I mean, even this one, right? It's a it's an eight point uh, more than a touchdown lower total, and and the money line on the game is not plus two seventy five. No, it's like uh, what is it? One, I got it. I got it right here. It's like one thirty, one fifty. It's up to one fifty. All right. So, still, we're getting almost two times that. Dog feels like a value extraction success story, Sean. Okay, uh, Katie, wonderful Katie Mox mentioned Debo Samuel. She thinks he's due for an anytime touchdown. I agree with her. Why not get a little more uh, degen on it? One rushing touchdown and one receiving touchdown. That's a plus eight hundred prop. Throwing a hundred k on it to win eight hundred thousand oh dollars. He has not had a a rushing and oh oh let me sorry. Uh, he has not had a rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown. Oh no, sorry. He's had it one game against the Cardinals uh, this year. Okay. And he's also he uh, he also threw for a touchdown uh, against the Rams. He had he had a receiving touchdown and a passing touchdown. It just seems like they're going to be getting him involved. I know he's a little banged up, but at eight to one, it's it's just kind of a fun way to play it. Obviously, I also like Debo Samuel anytime, but at eight to one, this one's fun. It's very fun. Yeah, uh, I have a similarly fun one. Uh, we're going to play the Niners defense to, uh, anytime touchdown 25 K six to one. Uh, I thought about coming in here with the first touchdown and uh, on it, but I just, it just seems like if the Niners get up and Stafford's having to play, like bring him back, Nick Bosa, baby. Oh, oh baby. Or Avery 25 K to win 150 K. 
they have some guys who are really, uh, really capable of that. Okay, now to the hardcore DGen uh, first touchdown stuff. Obviously, my boy Jawan Jennings first touchdown, fifty k on him to win one point one million. Again, I I just think he's kind of emerged. And and if you're looking at the box scores, everyone's gonna be looking at that Green Bay game. It's gonna be throwing you off. Like that's not really how they run their offense. Uh, look at the look at the targets he got ag- against the Cowboys. I think he's gonna be involved, and he's a big slot. So that's someone you're gonna be looking to in the red zone. And he has he has big play opportunity as well. Uh, I I think it's kind of low priced for the odds here at twenty two to one. Yeah. I mean, again, he's he's that big slot, which always around the red zone. Why not? All right, Elijah the Mitchell slot. first touchdown. It's only plus eight fifty. Putting twenty five k. That's win, really low. Uh, Two hundred and change. Uh, but or I mean, high for how, how much they use. <laughs> Same them. price as Singletary when he went in the end zone first for the Bills. So uh, give me Mitchell uh, at plus eight fifty. You only gave out your first one, right? Yep. Uh, and Fang Banger pointing out Jawan Jennings is, is Jimmy G's uh, one of his go to. On third down as well. Speaking of Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, the man himself, first touchdown, forty to one, throwing uh, fifty on it to win. I don't know Ryan. I don't know what's up with the spreadsheet. Hold but on, beep, 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 beep. that should be two million by go. my math. Hold on. You're good. You're there good. you go. It's updated. Fifty thousand to win a cool two million dollars. I, I love a, a quarterback first touchdown. If they get stopped on the goal line, anything close, I think uh, I think they're going to get that in. Michael's saying my dudes are blinded by the Rams' hatred this week. It's not LOL. a hatred, not a hater. No, I mean i I thought it, I think it's just kind of a bad matchup for the Rams. I know there's a lot of diehard Rams fans, and certainly I I said I owed Stafford an apology for uh, I I thought he was going to crumble against the Bucks. I think actually Great Stafford. Win. Will play pretty decent. I still think he's good for an interception. The the 49ers just seem to have their number. And I think I think you're crazy to to like laying the Rams minus three and a half right now. Big game, Jimmy. All right. Second first touchdown. Yeah. This is more of just a price problem. Again, I think Sony Michelle's gonna get some work. He's 18 to 1. Uh Cam Akers is like seven to one. Cam Akers fumbled multiple times. I mean, it's not I, I understand that that's their guy. Yeah, but you, you're telling me McVeigh's not. You know what? Sony's been pretty solid. Let's uh, let's make sure we don't lose the ball around the red zone. Yeah, don't mind it. And and they seem to get cute near the red zone. Again, kicking myself for not getting on the Blanton first touchdown oh, at one hundred to one. Only going ten thousand on that one to win one hundred eighty thousand. Uh, Sean, you better have brought some fire because <laughs> I I have the ultimate <laughs> build your own. I, bet. I'm looking at your build your own bet, Ryan, and uh, you're a maniac. I thought mine was at mine's at sixty to one. <laughs> And I thought I was crazy. So the build your own bet, Kyle Uzcheck first mm, touchdown. Okay. Kyle Uzcheck anytime touchdown, and the 49ers money line. Oh my god! Sixty to one, <laughs> putting fifty k on it to win three million dollars. The old uh, trusty fullback system. I like it. I, I I realized maybe I went a little too big on my uh, as far as my bankroll management with my DGen bets, but. Again, what, what do you it's, mean? It's you conference to, championship. What's too big? I, I'm just looking at my portfolio. <laughs> right? Are you retiring after the yeah. season? You're uh, not taking just it. Just trying you. to find a three percent EV on expected <laughs> value. Uh, All right. 
What do you got? You Build your own bet. Lay it on me. Do we still have the dump truck sound effect? Because uh, it's, it's in here somewhere. We're doing we're doing fun things. Uh, and don't worry if you're a conservative fella. I have I have another version of this that I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. But Niners uh, minus two and a half. Katie told us they're three point games, right? So we got to lay the two and a half here. Yep. Moving the number a little bit. We got Mitchell to score two touchdowns. We both like him to have a nice big game. We got Bosa to t- get two sacks. Bosa motivated. We said that against the Hall of Famers and Stafford to throw an interception. Obviously, in this version of the game, that's probably happening. Sean, all of that tied together. You might think that's fifty to one, sixty to one, even eighty to one, a hundred and fifty to one. Oh my god! Hello. If you only want to do one touchdown uh, and one sack, one sack for Bosa, one touchdown for Mitchell, it drops it all the way down, Sean, to thirteen to one. Yeah. Wow. And and I should probably redo mine with San Francisco minus two and a half because the San Francisco money line may as well get the extra juice and, and do it to minus I, two and a half. Yeah. You're probably not getting much there because of course we know those points aren't that valuable, but uh, you know, it also just shows a certain level of fucking cojones and moxie that I'm trying to bring to the table here. 150 to onions. one onions, 150 onions. Hey, Colby's telling me about Gus Johnson calling USFL games. I'm getting excited for that. Uh, <laughs> need him to, I need him to call us building our own bets. That's the future. That is the future. All right, Ryan, we're going to give out our official locks and official dogs for conference championship Sunday. <laughs> Before we do that, I uh, want to shout out betterfantasy.com. Make sure you're heading over there, getting involved in all their free to play prop uh, bets they got going on. It's just better fantasy, better way to play fantasy. Uh, you'll definitely want to be uh, downloading their app come fantasy football season next year, but get ahead of the game, get involved in their free uh, prop bets. I mean, we just gave you out a, a ton. Again, prop bets are just fun and they're free to play. You win better credits if you hit, and you can take those better credits, turn them into sweet, sweet gift cards, or even donate them to charity. Dgens helping uh, charities. You, you couldn't ask for anything more. Just head over to Better Fantasy, B E T T O R Fantasy dot com slash S G P N Kramer. I'll let you go first. Give me your lock dog. and give me your dog for the weekend. If you're not on a dog, you can uh, you know come up with something else. My lock is that someone will ask me if I really bet all this stuff <laughs> this weekend. Uh, lock Kansas City dog Niners. So you're going a uh, lock KC minus seven dog. San Francisco. I, I guess I line. could get cute with a dog, but that I I no, just I'm going class. Just just trying to stay, stay in class. Make sure we get it all sorted out. What are you doing? My lock. So this works out nicely for you. 49ers yep. plus three and a half. That's why love you getting that extra. First. Love getting that extra hook. And Ryan, you know how we do things around oh. here. Big dogs only. Give me. The Cincinnati Bengals at plus 280 over at WinBet. And you know, I will be parlaying both of those on the money line. Get you around a plus 800. Let's fucking go. Let's have a Sunday. Two dogs aren't winning. What are you doing? That's uh, what are you doing? You don't think the NFL would love the idea of the 40 year anniversary of the Bengals 49ers Super Bowl? Ryan, you know what was the first Super Bowl that one guy called? <laughs> yes, Madden. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. That's a good nugget. Um, what what better than the spirit of Madden to look down and see? Well, he'd be he'd be annoyed at there. It's a dome, but it's not a complete dome. There's some side angles that Madden's spirit can look down and yeah. see 
as the Super Bowl plays between the Bengals and the Niners. It's gonna be beautiful. Let's go. I mean, that's the beauty too. It's like, oh, the LA market. The NFL's gotta want the LA market uh to be in the Super Bowl. No, they don't care. The game's <laughs> in LA. That's good enough. Like Yeah. Uh, come on. Like, you, can, you know, X Files music, uh, real money Kramer. What better than having a Niners and Mahomes? The king is back. And, Rematch and of the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Trey, I just like I kind of want the Niners to be there just so we can see Trey Lance uh, shots on the sideline. We can talk about <laughs> taking the Trey Lance over one and a half rushing yard prop. Take the Trey Lance over a half a pass attempt prop. No. Oh man, it's gonna be fun. Uh, we'll do a, a pregame show. What time are we doing the pregame show? Eleven a.m. Is it? A, it's a noon West Coast kick. Twelve oh five. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with eleven. Okay, we'll we'll go eleven. Answer all your questions, fantasy prop bets, whatever you guys want to get into. Uh, just do a nice little pregame show, kick things off. Uh, check it out on the old YouTube channel. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube, I don't know what you're doing. You can get in the live chat. Should we give something away in the pregame show? Yeah. We will be giving away something on the pregame show. We'll figure that out. Between you got to be there to find out. Come on. Exactly. Uh, we'll be coming back uh, in the studio, going live again, talking college basketball for the big slate Saturday. Oh man. What a weekend we got in front of us. Make sure you uh, drop a nice rating and review. Now is just as important as ever. Send in a screenshot of you submitting the review. Tweet it at Gambling Podcast or email us podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com for your chance to win free gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Go Niners. Kramer, let it ride.